0: Welcome everyone to a special mini episode of Steeping Together, where we explore a specific topic within the vast world of tea with a tea enthusiast. I'm your tea-obsessed host, Marika, and I am thrilled to be here today. Tea is one of the most versatile drinks out there, seriously. As discussed many times before on this podcast, depending on how you steep your tea to how long you steep it, you can make a radically different cup each time. And if you're like me, you spend most of your time making hot tea, regardless of temperature outside. But in order to broaden my horizons even further, I have invited Freedom Taylor, our resident rule breaker, to talk a little bit about tea concentrates. I want to spill the tea on all the permutations we have out there in regards to tea drinks and can think of no one else better suited to help me break out of my own drinking limitations. Welcome, Freedom. Bonjour, hello, I'm back. Yeah, I should have said welcome back, quite frankly. Thank you. Thanks for having me back again. It's Always a thrill to speak to you, whether on a recording or in the office. (laughs) Do you want to just briefly introduce yourself to anyone who would have missed your first appearance in the first season? Totally. So if you don't know me, my name is Freedom.
1: I've been a decoration here at David's Tea for (laughs) many, many, many years. Um, I'm most known for thinking outside of the tea box. Um, In my world, there are no tea rules. And if there are some, I'm here to break them and then fix them and repair them and then love them. (laughs) and then maybe cherish them,
0: <laughs> you know? A more accurate description was never given of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me in a nutshell. So, Free, I want to talk about concentrates today. And when we're talking about concentrates, it's not just making a hot cup of tea and then adding milk or sugar. That's just tea. And yeah. you can alter and change it based on your own personal tastes with additions. Yeah. Here we're talking about how do I make different beverages be it lattes be mm-hmm. it tea pops be it iced tea all with the same leaves i think yeah. a lot of people are afraid of making these drinks at home and prefer to get it like at starbucks yeah, totally. or just buy an iced tea prepped yeah. and i feel like every time we've expanded on how easy it yeah. truly is to make yeah. it concentrate that sometimes it's as fast as making a hot tea yep yeah. It broadens your flavor horizons and what you're capable of doing yourself. Yeah, no, totally. I think it makes it a lot
1: more accessible when you realize like how easy it is to make at home. Sometimes when you're at those other sort of shops, those drinks look a little intimidating and scary and daunting, but honestly, it's super easy, super fun, and the flavors are insane. So that's why I'm such a big fan of concentrates is that honestly, it's just like such a stronger and more impactful flavor. Um, honestly, the stronger the brand the happier I am. <laughs> so concentrates are my <laughs> preferred cup of tea for sure.
0: I love it. And it's yeah. exactly why you're here. So let's break down the basic formula for a hot tea. Rule of thumb yep. is you're going to want to go, depending on the density of your tea, so if you have a light tea like chamomile, yep. you're going to use a little bit more by weight, sure. but maybe the same volume. So you're going to yep. use a, a perfect spoon or you know a teaspoon mm-hmm. that you have at home, um, so it's going to vary between 2.5 grams and 5 grams for 16 ounces, depending on the density of your tea, yep. right? And that's how you make a pretty darn perfect cup mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. hot tea. Yep. How do you make an iced tea? So iced tea, you're going to double
1: that. Right. Because one thing that you really need to keep in mind when it comes to iced tea is dilution. Mm-hmm. So ice is one of those things that we know um, is going to dilute the, the taste and the flavor quite a bit. So when it comes to iced teas, I like to double up. So I'm definitely using at least two perfect spoons. Mm-hmm. More on the heaping side. I like <laughs> I like them to be nice and full. You're right. And then if I'm in the mood for a latte, and that's, um, you know, uh, diluting it with milk and sometimes making an iced latte, so ice and milk, it's like even further dilution. So that's is where you're going to really ramp up. And this is where you're going to want four perfect
0: spoons. Right. And in terms of quantity, yeah. two perfect spoons is about 10 grams of tea. So you need yeah. 10 grams of tea for iced. Yeah. And you refer to latte as four perfect spoons. That's 20 grams <laughs> yeah. of tea. Yeah, That's, that's a talk, lot. Talk
1: about heaping. Yeah. And then if you're me, I kind of use almost like six <laughs> spoons
0: for like any <laughs>
1: drink. Like we'll get into that later. But the drinks I made for us today definitely have like a... Uh, heavy amount of tea. But I like that because that's where like the true concentrate sort of Mm. idea comes to life is that you're really drinking that like impactful tea flavor. And you're not missing it when you're diluting it later on in the process.
0: Right. And not to be like a company shill, Mm -hmm. but our teas are very flavorful. That's one of the things that we're known for. And using two perfect spoons or 10 grams for an iced tea may seem like a lot, but when you consider that the flavor comes out a lot more and unlike pre-made iced teas in a bottle, there's no added sugar, there's no filler. You're getting like a full contact flavor Mm -hmm. iced tea and fresh and fresh so again just so everyone understands how easy it is to make iced tea because I feel like every time I ask people if they make iced tea they're like no I buy it it's too hard please explain to us the steps okay so I think one
1: thing when it comes to wanting iced tea is that you need to be proactive about it you (laughs) need to like (laughs) <laughs> know that you want to have it because the cr- the thing that you need the most is ice. Mm-hmm. I think that's my biggest problem at home is that like I just don't have enough ice for the amount of iced tea that I consume on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So um, make sure that you have enough ice. That's like first step. Um, we have a handy dandy tool here called the steeper mm-hmm. that is kind of like a teapot that has a dispensary little section at the bottom. So you add your tea into the top with the hot water, let it infuse. And then the moment you dispense this over a cup, um, all the brewed tea gets filtered out and drops down into your into your cup below that's filled with ice or milk. And so it's as simple as that. I honestly just like fill up my steeper, leave it on the counter, walk away, and then come back to it later. And I make the best cups of tea when I forget about them, honestly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's certainly true because, and I don't want to, you know, paint you into a corner here or anything, mm. but you are a fan of the fruity herbal category. I have been known to. Exactly. Yeah. And those teas can take quite a heavy steep they actually perform a lot better when we're talking about infusing them over five minutes and it gives you that nice punch and rich flavor but essentially you're putting twice as much tea you're filling your steeper and it's basically a gravity teapot like the tea is going to flow out from the bottom you're going to fill it with the same amount of water that you would for a hot tea tea. you're going to let it steep like you said maybe a little bit longer if you want that intensity because of the dilution effect and then I always fill my cup Completely with ice. Oh, yeah. You
1: have to have a full, full, full cup of ice. Like, literally to the brim. I love to give the cup, like, a shake just to make sure that the ice settles and then even top it up with a bit more. Mm -hmm. Because the worst thing that you could ask for is, like, a lukewarm iced tea. That's what I was going to say. As soon as your
0: tea... If I want iced tea, I need it to be cold. Totally. Totally. And so what's amazing about that is whenever I've explained it to people in the yep. past, I'm like, we're talking about like four to eight minutes of your life yep. to make a fresh, easy cup of iced yeah, tea. Max, 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 max. Beautiful. Yeah. Let's discuss lattes.
1: Ooh. This is where things get fun.
0: So previous to working at David's Tea, I'd had maybe one or two tea lattes in my life. Okay. I was, as I said at the top of the episode, a hot tea drinker. Yep. And the only time, ironically, I had a hot latte with a tea concentrate was in Japan, where I had a hojicha latte. That is
1: wild. I love this.
0: This is not a a culture that traditionally consumes milk, but it was wintertime. It was February. It was very cold. Hojicha is the winter drink of Mm -hmm. Japan. And in that latte, my mind got blown because I'm a huge fan of this tea, but the added milk gave it a nuttiness. And a different flavor profile that I had never experienced Mm -hmm. before that. So I think, you know, people see a latte as, oh, you're diluting the true nature of the tea. Or you're being, um, you're not giving it the proper platform. But the addition of milk truly gives you a different flavor experience Mm -hmm. that is as valid... As the flavor experience that you'll get in hot tea. Oh, truly. I would almost even say that it elevates it to some degree. Right. Like, I think
1: some teas are so creamy on their own when you have them just as a plain tea. But then when you add a little splash of milk, it almost, like, transforms it into its elevated self. Mm-hmm. And to me, there's a few tea types that, like, lend so well with milk. Definitely, like, our black teas and our Pu-Uhrs. Um, I love our chocolate teas for that, too, because they have so much body when you brew them. Mm-hmm. And then... One thing that's really beautiful too is like this like idea of a layered latte. So one thing that I always do when I make my lattes, especially ice lattes, is I put the milk first in the cup. Right. Um, the milk has like a much thicker consistency so that when you add the tea on top, it um, separates and in, in a sense visually and it doesn't mix in and it makes for like these beautiful, beautiful beverages that are just like so appetizing. And yeah, just like elevates it to the next level. So for today, I made us a, a little vanilla cappuccino ice lattes.
0: It is so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And I'm not somebody who drinks the vanilla cappuccino tea a lot. It's a black tea. It's got coffee in it. It's got vanilla. I'm not a coffee drinker. And so every time Mm. I see a coffee tea, I'm extremely, extremely skeptical. I could see that. And the first time I tried it hot, I thought this is too sweet to my taste. I barely consume any sugar outside of tea or with tea Fair. um and then there was coffee and that's just like i i don't look i i'm not trying to alienate, alienate anyone who drinks coffee but i just i am 40 years old i cannot get on board i'm not getting on board anytime <laughs> soon and when i had this as a hot cup i just thought i'm really happy for the people who like this tea i'm that person when i had it as a latte That Mm -hmm. is when the – I understood the flavor. There is a fun aspect to it. There's that combination of the hint of coffee, the hint of vanilla, the beautiful black base that comes in. Mm -hmm. The milk mitigates the sweetness to a level that I can appreciate it. And now I love this tea, but only under this particular form of an iced latte. Yeah,
1: I think, honestly, this is, like, the best way to enjoy this tea – Ironically, I don't think I've ever had it as, like, a hot tea on its own, Ooh. so I don't even know. But to me, like, when I saw this tea, like, come out, I was like, this is, to me, instant iced latte. Like, right. I knew from the get-go that I wanted to sort of recreate that, like, you know, quote-unquote vanilla cap sort of, yeah. you know, flavors. Um I love that. Maybe I'm a little basic when it comes to the coffee addiction life.
0: Nobody is basic.
1: um, I'm here for it. I love them. (laughs) I drink them constantly. Our our coffee teas, that is. Um, Mocha chai also, one Mm. of, like, my faves. I love that this one is, like, spicy, but yet comforting, like a dirty chai, but, like, better? I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying. But um, (laughs) yeah, coffee teas to me just are like so perfect with milk. So when it came to choosing like my favorite ice latte, I got to go for one that like is screaming nostalgia. Yeah. And vanilla cap is that.
0: It's a very comforting drink. And I'm not somebody who grew up with this flavor, so I don't have that nostalgia factor. But I can immediately understand how somebody can be drawn to it for that reason. You said something earlier. You said that, like, the tea bases that work really well with latte are, like, Mm -hmm. black. And Mm -hmm. then you said poor. And, Mm -hmm. like, the straight tea drinker in me, like – I didn't recoil physically. <laughs> you are like, what? But I was like, why would you do this too? I'd oh,
1: love.
0: I love this. <laughs> but you're right. Based in the parameters you just explained, and I've had the experience either through, like, the hazelnut chocolate tea or mm-hmm. other, I think we had one, uh, uh, toffee, English toffee. Yeah, English toffee
1: is a good one. Was a good one on yeah. a pu'er
0: base. The earthiness of the poor and the combination of the milk, mm-hmm. yes, untraditional and unlike anything seen in China or other parts oh, of Southeast yeah. Asia where they would For produce sure. this tea base. Um It really brings out that kind of earthiness, richness, depth of the tea in a really beautiful way. And the combination with chocolate, I mean, milk and chocolate. Mm -hmm. Do I really have to expound on why milk and chocolate go perfectly together? We're North Americans.
1: They're great. Exactly. so perfect. (laughs) It's literally (laughs) everything we've ever wanted.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. I'd never thought of that. I'm stealing it. I'm taking it. I will give you credit, but I love that. It's all good. Okay. I want to talk one more mm-hmm. because I I am that mom that tries not to give her kids sodas. Oh, yeah. It, to me, a soda is an occasional treat. Yeah, like a treat. A very rare thing. Yeah. And I have relied on tea pops mm-hmm. a huge amount so delicious. in the past two years, especially like with confinement and having the kids at home so, oh so very much mm-hmm. to create a fun and different experience, either at dinnertime or in the afternoon. What is a tea pop?
1: Okay, so tea pop is when you're adding uh, sparkling water, so maybe a little San Pellegrino or something of that nature. But basically, you just want to add fizz. You want to make your tea pop. Um, there's so many amazing teas that I can think of that are amazing like this, but there's one that we went a little viral with on TikTok um, that I'm a bit proud of. <laughs> uh, so this one is actually really fun. It's like a sunset. tea pop. So Mm -hmm. what you're going to want to do is make a concentrate of hibiscus splash. So this tea is basically hibiscus dreams. It's so dark um, in its brew. It's super tart, super sour. Love it. So I brew this one as a concentrate, pour it into my cup with ice, maybe about just to the halfway mark. And then the rest of the cup, I'm going to fill up with another tea. Um, This is where you add in Um, a tea that brews in lighter color, so you're getting really that sunset gradient. We're going to top it with Mango Fruit Punch. And so Mango Fruit Punch is like a delicious, fruity blend that is... uh Honestly, just so delicious. And it's going to lend itself really well to hibiscus splash. And then just top it up with some sparkling water. So, yeah, it's just like a delicious, easy drink. Kids love it. It's super colorful. It adds that little sparkling, little bubbliness that reminds them of soda pop, but without all the extra sugar and all the extra things that you don't know that's in there.
0: Yeah. And you have, if you have, like me, a cupboard of tea, you are never making the same tea pop twice. I mean, oh, no. Yeah. maybe you are because you love that tea pop specifically but i love the combination of hibiscus splash which as you said is you know very red i mean we're mm-hmm. both of caribbean descent yeah. so we will ultimately have a nostalgia factor associated totally. with that tea because of the use of hibiscus mm-hmm. and sugar and in My sorrel f- drinks Thanks. And then mango fruit punch, to your point, is also is a very thin tea, but it is mango fruit punch. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to expound on the flavor of this tea. It is pretty much what it says it is, and that combination makes it light and fruity and accessible and not too tart. And then the fizziness adds to it. Totally. The concentrate to make a tea pop, it, however, and this was my mistake when I first started working here, is mm. I was making tea pops with the concentrate of an iced tea. Oh no, yeah, concentrate of a, a latte. Exactly. Yep. So you need the four perfect spoons. You need the 20 grams yep. because you're adding more water. You have the ice dilution. Exactly. And then you have the carbonated water dilution on yep. top of it. So you just have to think of it as a latte. Same steeping principles. Yep. Literally. It's really, really simple. And I really feel like with those three recipes, on mm-hmm. um, making an iced tea, an iced latte, or a hot latte, and a teapot, yep. you can have a variety of drinks within reach oh, yeah. every single day.
1: So many creative options. Like honestly, there's so much freedom to choose from in, in the senses of mixing them and, and trying to break up those rules too. Like if there's a tea that you think would lend itself really well with milk, try it out, you know?
0: Yeah, you should try it out. The caveat I will mention though, is that there are some rules as to which teas can be latted. Yeah. I have iced Everything under oh, the sun. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. kind of no rule totally. with icing. Um, I'm not a huge fan of iced green teas mm. because I feel that if you put a real... We know that if you put a really hot temperature on the green tea, it's going to burn. And that kind of bitterness is going to transfer totally. into the iced tea. I feel like I always have to add a little bit of sugar or agave or honey to yeah. balance, balance that out. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I've iced... Name it, I've iced it. (laughs) I'm
1: with you on that one.
0: One of the questions we get a lot is how do I know when I can latte a tea? So obviously if you're buying from David's Tea, we go above and beyond to really say this is is something you can latte, this is something you can't latte. But for someone who's just looking at a tea from a different company where there are no indications of that, you know, a lot of the times you'll see a tea that has like a tea that we've had in the past, like strawberries and cream. And you think, oh, my yeah. God, strawberries and cream is a latte. Won't that be amazing? That's your natural predisposition. Yep. But it has strawberries in no, it. and it has hibiscus, it has too. has hib- You can't latte those no. teas. So what are the rules of thumb for latteing? To me, it's really, look, hibiscus is an enemy. The milk. Yeah. Will curdle?
1: Basically, like anything that's too acidic in nature. So, like hibiscus is definitely going to be too acidic. Um, Certain citrus, so like orange, lime, lemon, grapefruit, anything that basically, like the moment it reacts to the milk, will make it a little yucky yucky you're making cheese yeah you're it's gonna curdle yeah it's exactly. going to curdle so you want to you want to stay weary of of those ones but like you were saying like strawberries and cream delicious blend such a great creamy tea. on its own but yeah you got to be a little bit careful sometimes when you're brewing and adding milk so that you don't end up with a little science experiment
0: exactly and i'm gonna say something slightly controversial and please listeners don't do this just for legal health oh, reasons i know what you're going to don't say. don't do this I enjoy the taste of curdled milk. Yep. And not the taste, the texture, for sure, of curdled milk. Okay, not yep. not, you know, clumps, but nope. when it's slightly curdled, I find it to be interesting. Yep. But as a legal disclaimer, <laughs> Please. Yeah, don't. Don't, don't do this. Yeah, no. Don't do this to yourself. No. You've used 20 grams of tea. You've yeah. used a lot of tea to get a curdled drink. Like <laughs> Not everyone's no. Not everyone's experimenting on their digestive system like I am. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm with you. Sometimes I've bit the bullet and have just done it. Like, example, um, like the last of the milk that you have in your fridge and you didn't pour some in the sink uh, to yeah. test it. And then when you put it into your tea, you're like, mm, you Mistake. Yeah, you weren't the greatest. You just you – you know what? You're like, we're building immunity today.
0: We're, we're <laughs> going to go for it. Again, medical disclaimer. <laughs> Please do not build your immunity. Yeah, don't
1: build your immunity. <laughs>
0: with old milk. No. But, you know, I, I can't control what people do in their kitchen. I'm exactly. just putting it out there as information. That's exactly. all we're doing. We're just here to enlighten. So when teas have like an herbal base or a fruit base, you know, candied fruit, mm-hmm. because of the stabilizers used in candied fruit, you can't really latte it. But yeah. Look, if it's if it's vanilla, if it's chocolate, if it's any of those things, oh, have at it. Have totally. fun. Live your best life. Mm-hmm. So I'm drinking this vanilla cap iced latte. I'm loving it. Your sunset tea pop, yeah, amazing. It's a good one. If you had to make one iced tea, like if people are like, okay, I'm going to buy a tea to make an iced tea, Mm -hmm. um, because maybe I don't have that at home. Like, what's your number one recommendation?
1: (laughs) Um, Is that a question? I I feel like I'm being set up. um, Strawberry rhubarb parfum (laughs) all day long.
0: (laughs) For anyone who didn't hear our previous episode with Freedom, um, Freedom is the one-man band supporter Honestly, (laughs) I
1: I could sing until the cows come home. I love this tea so (laughs) flippin' much. Um... I I think that's like what I would give to anybody, everybody that walked into like my place in the summertime looking for something to drink. You're going to drink Freedom Strawberry Kush. I've actually renamed it to include my (laughs) name into it because
0: it's my favorite. I mean, you made it for me last time. And I think I said this last time, this was a tea that I essentially ignored because it doesn't Mm -hmm. fall within the traditional wheelhouse of things that I like in an iced tea. I'm a big hibiscus splash. Yeah, Ice tea maker. I love that tea. Yeah. Um, anything mango, anything papaya, like mm. that's where I gravitate when I make my iced teas. And you made it and it made me appreciate that tea for the first Yay. time. And I have made it several times <gasps> since.
1: I love that. You need to know this. That. That's exciting. It's... Honestly, the more people I could convert into <laughs> strawberry rhubarb parfait drinkers,
0: best news. So, all of the information on how to make these concentrates. And we have information also we didn't even touch on, like, matcha lattes. Oh my god, imagine or, cooking with matcha?
1: Or cooking with tea? or. Cooking. Like,
0: we didn't yeah. even get into all of those concentrates because essentially this information is on our website. Yep, we totally. have an explore section on our website with, like, really step-by-step indications on how to make these concentrates easily and quickly at mm-hmm. home. I think anybody has the ability to make a barista level drink yeah. on a moment's notice. I've done it. It's If if you can teach me the hot straight tea drinking lady to get more creative, anybody can do. The world's (laughs) your
1: oyster. I'm excited to see how people do it and what sort of
0: creations they make. Honestly, the sky's the limit. I really want to hear what kind of drinks people come up with because I think I stay in such a specific category a lot, even though I have access Mm -hmm. to so many teas. I have a tendency to make the same things over and over again. And I always go to you for when I'm like, okay, I need something creative and weird and outside the box today. But yeah, listeners, if you have any fun tea combinations, tea pop, latte recipes, we want to hear it, and we, we do. want to. Sh- we genuinely do. This isn't like a
1: pitch. This is like we're like. No, no, no. I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> I really want to know. Like, I love mixing two teas together too. Like, that could be like a whole other convo. But right. like, you, you guys are so creative and inspiring when it comes to mixing teas together or coming up with fun recipes, cocktails, baked goods, etc. Like. I'm just here to hear all about it.
0: Yeah. And the best way to do that, I mean, you can always email us. But you know what? Yeah. Just throw it up on Instagram. Yeah. Comment on, on
1: some of our posts. Send us a DM. Um, reach out to us on Facebook. or on Twitter as well, too. Yeah. We're just here to talk tea. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, Freedom,
0: thank you so much for liberating us from the notion that tea hey, is just pleasure. a hot cup you know
1: i hope you'll come back again yes cast me for season three please (laughs) this is so exciting
0: (laughs) absolutely and thank you for listening to today's mini episode if you would like to reach us with comments questions or topics for another mini episode you can do so at steeping.together at davidst.com or through our website davidst.com have a great week and happy steeping everyone